Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have a very special guest, a returning guest, somebody I love talking to, really great researcher, John Brisson. And I was just looking through my podcast. We've done five shows together now uh, of different on different subjects. Uh, we did on August a great roundtable, which I highly recommend, about Michael Aquino, some really pertinent inter- in information with George from CabDef. Uh, we've also talked about the secret influence of the Council for National Policy. That was very well received. People really found that to be very insightful. Also, we did, I did one show with him about my new book, Global Death Cult. We also did the finders and then the recent finders dropped. So we did two shows on that. So you can go back through and look through uh, my catalog. I'm almost at 500 interviews right now on uh, in my podcast slash broadcast. But today... I saw him. He did an interview about on another podcast. Uh, was it the farm? I can't remember which one it was. It was, the was farm, it? Yeah. it was the farm. Okay, so, and it was about Barbara Marks Hubbard. Somebody I was interested in. Somebody who I'd seen on blurbs. I had done a lot of reading into Robert Anton Wilson, and she was like on there talking about how great Robert Anton Wilson was. And then I rem- know that she's a new ager. So I did some reading. I've done some research, but John can talk more about that. So John Brisson of We've Read the Documents. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing well, William. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. Um, I've been loving your recent interviews. Uh, You've been interviewing, uh, I especially liked uh, your Derek Gilbert interview on the second coming of Saturn. Very good. I'm going to have to read that book when I can. Um, But uh, yes, thank you for having me back. Awesome. Well, thanks for for agreeing. It's always a delight to talk with you. For people who may not have seen, I mean, you've done a lot, doing a lot of research, and you've been on a lot of other shows on We've Read the Documents. Can you kind of talk about your most recent shows and how what led you to do that show about Barbara Marks Hubbard? And then we can just kind of get into the subject matter. How about that? Yeah. So my more more recent shows, I have a show on Aftermath.fm called Gut Check and I have one with uh, with Billy Ray Valentine called Live from the Hill Show that we do Sunday evenings. Because uh, he used to joke, as you could see, I never put a finished walls up in my shed outdoor. That's my office. So people would be like, there's plastic in the walls. Your Dexter must be your kill shed. You know, and I'm just like, no, this is. This is a, a vapor barrier, <laughs> so there's, there's not mold that grows in here, you know. So, uh, but yeah, we've been uh, covering um, uh, just uh, various topics, uh, t- talking about uh, Michael recent here recently. Michael Flynn uh, propagating uh, the Elizabeth Clare Prophet New Age prayer uh, to the sevenfold rays, uh, which is something that he had, had done recently. We'll, we'll discuss the Ascended Masters. Where we talk about Barbara Marks Hubbard, uh, you know, today. Uh, but you know, we've been covering you know topics like that over on my channel. Um, and I guess one interesting thing that led me, uh, the reason why Barbara Marks Hubbard even came on my radar, William, was because of connections to Marion Petty and the Finders, which you know we'll, I'll discuss that a little bit later. Um, but you know that that I had never had. She never came across my radar. I didn't know who she really was. Um, and then I um, was researching the Finders, and she came up. Uh, uh, frequently. Um, and then I was like, oh, okay. So then I really started digging in to who B- Barbara Marks Hubbard was. Uh, you know, her, her father, uh, Lewis Marks, we'll talk about him and his toy company, um, and uh, just how much she propagated uh, New Age beliefs, uh, even New Age beliefs in conspiracy culture. I mean, she's been a frequent guest on Coast to Coast AM. Uh, she was on uh, Foster Gamble's Thrive series. I'll discuss that a little bit later. Um, and there's been other researchers who's researcher as well, like Arturo Tafoyski, 
um, who's researched Barbara Marks Hubbard. We, that was who was with me on the farm uh, podcast that Recluse had had, had us both on uh, to discuss Barbara Marks Hubbard. Uh, so he, he has also researched her too as well to an extent. Um, and she's definitely someone who should be known. Um, and, you know, especially uh, you know, us as being Christians, uh, she uh, gave the game away and she was an elite uh, and she tried to, um, uh, among many others, co-op Christianity in a veil of modern Gnosticism, which the New Age movement really is. I mean, you can trace it back to the Mystery Babylon religion, uh, you know, since there. But here is a book I hold in my hand, A Happy Birthday Planet Earth, uh, that she had written. And, of course, it contains Christ Consciousness. Um, talks about Jesus, but from a new age sense, not from a gospel sense that we know Jesus Christ to be. Um, and it also, interestingly enough, um, discuss, uh, and this book was written um, in the mid-1980s, uh, uh, it interestingly discusses mRNA, uh, I'm not going to go too detailed here because we're on YouTube, but it mentions mRNA from a spiritual sense of way of controlling somebody. Uh, so that's actually in here. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. And I won't give much, uh, you know, much more outside of that if everybody knows what's going on in the world. But here we go. So how would the whole system select among its parts for those members capable of attuning to the whole? By a system of communication in a cellular body, the DNA communicates the plant through messenger RNA, which is true, who gets a template or pattern and goes forth among the macromolecules to track those capable of identifying with, become identical with, the pattern carried by the RNA. Attractive molecules are drawn into the cell and are given complex instructions to perform highly specific functions within the cell. That's true. Your messenger RNA brings, you know, um, messages, quote unquote, you know, from your DNA to the ribosomes uh, to, uh, to produce proteins. Uh, um, they they self-transcend not by leaping from molecule hood to cell hood, but by integration with other macromolecules in a new pattern, which is greater than the sum of its parts. They transcend by synergistic cooperation. Within an embryonic organism, cells at first are multipurpose and omniscient. Each cell carries an entire design for building the whole body. Cloning a body from a single cell is therefore possible. However, at a certain point in embryonic development, differentiation occurs. Each cell is signaled to perform a specialized organic task in cooperation with millions of other cells, also signaled to a specific, specific function. Thus, all cells building eyes have a common but unique test, task. As cells serve to differentiate the whole body into ears, hearts, brains, lungs, and other parts, they receive communication of exquisite refinement down to the finest detail. In a disease or defective embryo, some of the cells make an error in the following design, the will of the DNA. The consequence for not allowing the genetic design is death of the whole embryo and its parts. It's very interesting that she gives messenger RNA and she goes on and talks about DNA and mRNA of kind of having this esoteric set of blueprint instructions for the human body. So... Quite interesting with what's going on today, may I add. So. Yeah, no, I think that she's a real insight into that kind of new age thought, and she's a very important kind of marker, I think, in time and all her books. And I was reading through one called The Book of Co-Creation. Did you get a chance yeah. to look? Up? It's really yeah. something else. And it goes into what you say, said in the intro, where she had this thing. She is quoting direct quotes from like James Bible or the new King James Bible, and then explaining to them in her new age view over and over again. And it's like, she's clearly like a kind of a Gnostic new age kind of interpreter. So Christ is like, uh, I suddenly realized that the man Jesus was a future human and evolutionary template. Yes. 
So you're right. She's not talking about it in the gospel sense in that book. And you can see that book, I think, on archive.org is where I read it. So if people want to look through her stuff, it's really something else. And she was networked, too. So she she was friends with Buckminster Fuller. She got her ideas from him, who's also a curious figure as well. Um, what what yeah, else? Just, this book was actually the precursor to that book I just want to mention. Okay. Uh, this was kind of like the beginning book and in, in, in um the book you described is, is her interpretation of, of Revelation. Um, it's the, this is like maybe like the big, like I would, I would say like um, the prologue and that books are actual like thesis. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's, it's quite interesting that she goes in more detail in, in that book, the book of co cooperation, co-creation than this book, happy birthday planet earth. Um, but do you want to start with a little bit of Barbara Marks Hubbard's background? Yes, please uh, do. Yes. Okay, so uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard uh, was the eldest of four children. Uh, she was born to Lewis Marks uh, and um, Irene Salzman. Uh, it is unknown if Lewis Marks Sr. was real distant related or directly related to Karl Marx. A lot of people, uh, you know, kind of uh, theorize that, but there's no proof for what I could tell. Uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard was raised Jewish. However, her, her, her father, Lewis, was agnostic. Um, her father, Lewis, uh, founded the um, uh, Lewis Marks and Company, uh, which is one of the largest toy companies in the world, especially during the 1950s. You guys remember uh, the Sears, Roebuck, uh, and Company catalog toy, you know, you see all the toys for Christmas and stuff like that. Everything. It's a little before my time, but some people listening might uh, I'm remember I'm old that. enough to remember that. Those catalogs were very influential and sold a lot of stuff pre-internet. Getting one of those catalogs and being in a catalog was very... Uh, coveted or desirable so many of the um toys listed on there were mark's toys um and so he um entered uh, the toy business with his brother david uh during world war world war one uh he had, had up to 12 toy factories worldwide he was known as the henry ford of the toy industry uh he would uh retire in 1972 selling mark's toys to quaker oats for 37 million dollars uh, Lewis Marx was also friends with uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower and J. Edgar Hoover. Um, and Barbara's, uh, Marx's brother, Lewis Marx Jr., was a powerful financier uh, to the Bush family. Um, so uh, the Marx family, you know, it's interesting. Barbara Marx Hubbard, you would look at her views as a new ager and label her to be a progressive, right? But her father and her brother were very staunch uh, Republicans, very staunch conservatives. Um, and uh, we're financiers of, of, of the conservative movement. Um, so essentially you have that dichotomy uh, where the elite at the top, they really don't really care about uh, political labels, in my opinion, for the most part. Uh, I mean, I myself, you know, have many Christian conservative views. I would say you would likely too, William. Uh, but at the top, they don't really mark themselves uh, by those uh, political uh, delineations of whether you're progressive or or, con or, or conservative, they kind of all work for a similar goal. And you see that all, all, all over and over again, sadly. Uh, uh, but, um, but yeah, so her, um, her father, um, uh, I gotta, let me look real quick. Um, her, her father, uh, was, um, the father-in-law of, of Daniel Ellsberg. Of course, Daniel Ellsberg was really big, uh, released the Pentagon papers, um, her so, sister is married to Daniel Ellsberg. Yes. Um, so and, uh, yes. And uh, um, it, it, so you have the, you know, the connection with the FBI with 
good friends with J. Edgar Hoover. Uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard would also attend school at the New York uh, City's uh, private Dalton Academy. Of course, uh, Donald Barr was headmaster of uh, the Dalton Academy from 1964 to 1974, and maybe hired Jeffrey Epstein. The timeline's kind of at the very end of his tenure. Um, but uh, one of the biggest things to start everything was was you mentioned Buck Mr. Fuller, and we'll talk about the World Future Society in a minute. Uh, actually, um, one of the biggest things that really, you know, I was like, wow, this is something here is is uh, Bar Marks Hubbard was became really good friends with Jonas Salk, uh, the creator of the polio vaccine. And Jonas Salk actually, um, and actually Bar Marks Hubbard left her husband and her kids uh, uh, to uh, leave with Jonas Salk. Okay. Oh, wow. So they had like a love affair. I did, she leaves that out uh, conveniently. Interesting. This, so they had a they, they had a love affair or a friendship, you know, we could speculate, but I guess to leave your husband, you'd think it would be a love tryst, right? Uh, but, um, you know, uh, Jonas Salk actually said that Barbara Marks Hubbard would continue his work more than he ever could. Wow. Do you think Jonas Salk, you think he invented the polio vaccine to, you know, reduce polio cases around the world, right? But then, you know, Barbara Marks Hubbard is talking about ascension and, you know, conscious evolution and kind of like very new age Gnostic terms. Um, and, you know, she would later say in, in, in um, um, uh, the, what was the book you mentioned? I, I can't, I can't, uh, uh the, book of co-creation book of co-creation. Yes. She would mention in there, uh, that, that the elite, uh, are the pale horse rider mentioned in the book of revelation and they would right. call one fourth of humanity, uh, that let me actually get the actual. Uh, well, I have one quote here, if you don't mind. It's yes, we are in charge of God's selection process for planet Earth. He selects, we destroy. We are the riders of the pale horse death. We do this for the sake of the world. And then she does talk about killing off the fourth of people. So, I mean, does this woman seems like somebody? <laughs> she's definitely an elite, and she's definitely giving away their 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 plan, right? So, so she goes, um, yeah, you're right. We do this for the sake of the world uh, because they believe that, especially if you look at one-third of the population, one-fourth of the population of the world, roughly, you could say that's probably the amount of Christians. I say it's probably less. But, I mean, if you look at the statistics, they say one-third of the world is, is, is Christian. Uh, so, you know, your Christians, they're not, you're not, you're not, we're not going to fall for the grand illusion, hopefully, uh, that's mentioned in the book of Revelation. You know, Jesus said it's possible for even the elect to be deceived. But if you're truly Christian and born again, I don't think you will. Um, but, you know, they, they, they don't think we're good enough to ascend with them, William. Right, right. So they're not... away with us. I mean, but this is like, right, but this element she's saying, she's usurping ideas. It's almost like Crowley. She's taking from the book of Revelations and saying she's going to enact it. Right, because isn't it the book of the Lord, the white horse destroys a quarter of the world's population? Right. Yes, and like, so right. a lot of that comes from them. Uh, a lot of the New Age, including Barbara Marks Hubbard, pushing the false um, belief of the December twenty twenty second twenty twelve Mayan calendar prophecy, uh, which she called the planetary birthday, which would be the ascension of global consciousness. Uh, that you know that uh, during the ascension of humanity's consciousness during that time period, uh, she said we will co-create with the Creator and to the stars. Uh, and and, and uh, she mentions be a beacon of light unto ourselves, all those called to enter the new order of the future. Wow, right, right. 
No, that's the New World Order. That's the One World Religion. This is the little God, uh, um, you know, lie that's been told ever since uh, Satan uh, tempted Eve with the f the fruit from the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, and you know, story of creation in Genesis and Genesis in the Garden of Eden. So she's literally saying this is what it is, and I mean, she's saying these things. I it's not like we're taking her out of context. Right. She's saying these things and has, has said these things for decades, William. And she's a member of the elite. She's not, you know, her father was a, a beyond wealthy toy, toy manufacturer who was, you know, a Republican financier and, you know, friends with, you know, you know. Right. She grew up on Fifth uh, Avenue, like literally the most coveted, you know, address back in the day. So in New York City. Yeah. It, 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 so th this this woman is inside as they get. Yeah, like she's no and then networked, right? Networked in the new age. She's really one of the top new agers of all time. Yes. And she's mocking, you know, she's saying, Oh, you silly Christians, you believe the Bible's literal, you're so silly. Uh, this is truly what it means. We're so compassionate because you won't ascend because you believe Jesus died on the cross and he was real and he was the son of God. Uh, and, you know, and he had a, you know, born out of an immaculate conception uh, that, you know, it, 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 you, you guys have it all wrong. We have it. So we're going to kill you just because you're holding us back. It's the old story. Dude, I, when I was reading through some of her stuff, I was like reading ideas that were in the Order of Nine Angles. I'm not joking. Yeah. You can see that same thing. You're holding us back. We're evolutionary. You're holding back evolutionary. She, used, she uses the term from co-creation, a new order for the future, homo sapiens to homo universalis. Yep. So this whole idea of there's two different types of uh, mankind and you're not, you're, you know, you're the homo sapien, I'm a universalist. And there, she had this uh, objective of conquering the stars, just like the Order of Nine Angles. It's all, it's weird how those yep. ideas got integrated into the Order of Nine Angles. You're, very much so. It's, it's, it's kind of like this weird Gnostic retelling of the Mystery Babylon religion that you see throughout history where... The, the core tenets of it stay the same, that they believe that they're better than God or they're higher than God. You know, Lucifer's jealous of God. Satan's jealous of God, you know? So they, 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 it, it, it's just, okay, so once they get found out, they just slap a new coat of paint on it and just go out there and tell it again. It's, I mean, it is. It all changes. It all stays the same. So this is like you. This is she also writes this from Book of Co-Creation. Eventually, we will be able to build a body like Jesus's new resurrected body through scientific and spiritual maturation, a body that is totally responsive to God-like intention. Bam! It's just right there, right out of the Garden of Eden. And they're for transhumanism. They're for futurism. Okay, they're they're literally for transhumanism. It it, it blows my mind. You think these people are like hippies and new age and love the planet, man, and it's so great. But we'll talk about it later. Of just how much you know, true transhumanism, transhumanists they truly are. Do you mind if I play? This is her talking. Maybe people haven't seen this, but this is her talking at the 1984 uh, vice presidential nomination. I think that was Janar. Gerardo, I forgot the woman who became uh, Ger Geraldine Ferraro. Thank you. I yes. think that was it. But there's a couple interesting. It shows her occult knowledge too, because she talks about the new order of the ages and the seal on the back of the dollar bill. Uh, let me see if I can find that. But you can just listen I, to her. I have, I have some quotes for it. I can read to you too okay, as cool. well. Well, let, let's just watch it so maybe the listener yes. can kind of yes. get an idea of who she is. Oh, I got to pull it here. 
be helpful if I turn on the volume. The huh? theme of my campaign is to fulfill the dream, a campaign for a positive future. In 1776, our forebears freed the individual from the tyranny. Sorry, I think she was trying to campaign for the vice presidential election to for that Mondale yes, uh, yes. campaign. So then she, this is her this is her speech for that. Sorry. The divine right of kings. They stated the self-evident truth that all men are created equal when there was no equality in the world. There were kings and subjects, classes and races, sexism. Yet the power of the word of truth changed the world. In 1984, we face a tyranny far greater than King George, and we are seeking a freedom even greater than that of the individual. The tyranny we face is the threat of the extinction of the human race. And the freedom we seek is the emancipation of the genius of the human race to fulfill our highest potential. In 1984, we must state the new self-evident truth from the point of power of the American presidency. And the power of this word will transform the world once again. The new truth is that we are one planet, we are one peoples of Earth, and we will live and die together forevermore. It is now in our capacity to destroy civilization as we know it, or to build a world of unprecedented opportunity for all people. We in the Democratic Party have already chosen to commit our strength to the proposition that all people must be housed, clothed, fed, and educated. We have already chosen the shift from weaponry to livingry. Now to fulfill that commitment, we must combine our compassion with our creativity. We must initiate a new process in democracy to identify our positive options, discover our potentials, and commit our political will to long-range goals to fulfill that dream. The office of the vice president is the perfect place to call forth the genius of our people to build a world equal to our power and our aspiration. We have dreamed the dream, Jesse, and we must converge the new ideas, Gary, and we must organize with our masterful new president, Walter Mondale, to do the work. There now resides in the body politic the knowledge, the skills, the technologies, and the resources to fulfill that commitment. But they are horribly misused. 80% of our scientific and technological genius is focused on killing. Our foreign policy is threatening the world with global suicide, and so is the policy of the Soviet Union. The United States of America started the game. We must change the game. We must not simply reduce the defense budget, we must convert the military-industrial complex from destruction to construction. We must attract friend and foe alike to a new challenge, the building of new worlds on this earth and new worlds in space. We must dedicate our power to overcoming hunger in this century, to restoring our environment, to emancipating our creativity and to exploring the further reaches of the human spirit and the infinite universe. We must bring together the genius now focused in the war room in a peace room 
in the White House. Its purpose will be to defeat the real enemies of humanity, hunger, disease, illiteracy, poverty, and war. Its goal will be to plan for the real victories and to map the real breakthroughs. What is now working in health, education, productivity, new energies, community building, education, space development, self-help works, and so forth. We have separated our intelligence from our love, our minds from our hearts. The Rainbow Coalition is bringing together all colors and races. It is also now the coalescing of the mind with the heart. It is now time for a new marriage. We should have a wedding in the White House. It is the wedding of love and knowledge, of spirit and material power. Our forebears set forth the vision. It is written on the dollar bill as it is written in our hearts. E pluribus unum, out of many, one. Novus ordo seclorum, a new order of the ages. You see the unfinished pyramid with the cosmic eye. This means that when we combine our magnificent building power with our spirit and love, we will have a new order of the ages. And finally, it says, annuit Ceptis, God favors this enterprise. This means that we are not doing... <laughs> oh, that was it. I mean, uh, yeah, so she goes right for the seal on the back, but it's a very interesting interpretation about that seal, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that whole speech. Okay, so the, when she ran for president, I guess one thing I should mention, or uh, when she, uh, she was um, vice president, was, uh, vice president uh, actually, uh, yeah, vice president on a nomination. Um, it was Bunk Mr. Fuller uh, told her to enter politics to change the trajectory of the world. Wow. Um, and um, she, um, she actually uh, gave her her speech, you know, her stump that she was running in Lawrence, Kansas. Of course, Lawrence, Kansas was a official site for the movie The Day After Tomorrow. I mean, The Day After, not The Day After Tomorrow, uh, which pro portrayed an apocalyptic world after a nuclear holocaust. Right. Um, and she there's uh, she launched her campaign uh, from there, but she had a meeting from her home beforehand. Uh, where she invited 12 unknown, socially sophisticated, transformationally oriented people that she did not name uh, together in a powerful fire ceremony, supposedly committing their lives or fortunes and their sacred honor to bringing this campaign as purpose into the American political scene. Wow. So if you go listen to that, you know, President, Vice Presidential nomination speech that she gave in the 1984 um, Democratic Convention, all of it is completely, I mean, she is giving away the game more than George H.W. Bush did when he talked about the New World Order, and you know, and and, and, and I mean, it, it it's 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 ridiculous. Like the whole speech, like I suggest people go watch the whole. I think it's like ten to fourteen minutes of it, yeah. Uh, where she, it it is it is just it is just something else. I mean, one part where she closes with it, where she goes, here you go, and also she. Um, idolizes the founding fathers, which you might would think would be odd, right? But you know, many of the founding fathers, a lot of them were deists, a lot of them were masons, a lot of them um, were uh, adherents of the mystery Babylon religion. Uh, Thomas Paine is one of the worst ones, actually. Uh, and uh, Thomas right, Jefferson, for sure. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson's Bible actually took out the divinity of Christ and the miracles. It's actually a shortened Bible. Um, so we know that Thomas Jefferson, Thomas Paine, Benjamin Franklin were all enemies. 
of Christianity. Uh, but you know, but she idolizes them and she actually lets out the cat out of the bag, the whole new Atlantis, uh, you know, belief, uh, 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 the kind of like, um, you could say that, uh, um, the America was the grand experiment. It was the divine right of man over the divine right of Kings. Uh, and neither actually are biblical the way God wanted society to be set up. If you look into the Old Testament, because it was Israel that begged God for a king like the Gentile nations, and of course they end up getting uh, Saul. Uh, uh, but you know, it's it's quite interesting that the, what she mentions, though I guess I want to make note of, is she goes in 1776, a handful of genius came together to take the first step. It will not be a handful, but a handful of genius will gather in other, every town and every village and every city and new town meetings for the future. And then she goes, we will state the word of truth from the place of power in American presidency. When the word of our potentials goes forth from the American presidency, the world, the word shall be made flesh. In 1776, they aligned to do it. They committed to it and they co-created it. So must we and so shall it be. That's off the charts. I mean, the fact that she had 12 people like her apostles and she's the Christ figure is also very telling like they are very comfortable um subverting or uh you know adapting or adopting a lot of these things from christianity for themselves off the charts and she got 202 delegate nominations for vice presidency uh which was enough delegates for her to get voted on for nomination but later during the convention hubbard just stepped away and ferraro got it uh, you know, we still don't know what deal that was made. I mean, later on, uh, Hubbard would be nominated um, during the Reagan administration for the Citizens Advisory Council on National Space Policy. Uh, of course, you had Daniel, uh, Council for National Policy member Daniel Graham, who's part of High Frontier, you know, Star Wars space. You know, she talks about going against, you know, the, the military industrial complex, but yet she joins a commission where their main goal was to weaponize, weaponize space. I mean, there's kind of kind of contradictory there uh and and, and later on she would uh work uh, very much with N mikhail gorbachev um and and, and would kind of do this new age earth first type you know mikhail gorbachev type organization where she'd be one of the leading members in it kind of pushing you know kind of like um environmentalism uh, to, to a very much extreme and new age beliefs that Gorbachev was really much down with. Uh, you know, of course, Gorbachev was, you know, former prime minister of the USSR. Uh, so, I'm not prime minister, I say, um, what's the, uh, it was the premier. Premier, yes. Yeah. Prime uh, but yes. So, so, I mean, she's definitely a part of the elite, no doubt about it. Right. Uh, and she openly confesses it, uh, and professes it. And people don't really know who she is um, or know of her. I mean, she helped found the World Future Society uh, with Edward Cornish and Marion Petty. Marion Petty helped fund the World Future Society and was a really good friend of uh, Edward Cornish. Of course, Marion Petty was the leader of the Finders Operation. Um, and uh, he, they, they Toby Trout talks about in his book, The Game Caller, of you know that Marion Petty mentioned how you know how decades long. Uh, friendship uh, that Marion Petty had with Edward Cornish and his wife. I mean, I think her name was Sally Cornish. Um, and, and so, you know, she was very much influential in the foundation of um, the World Future Society with um, uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard. Um, and, and so uh, the finders, there you go, were 
we're, we're, we're very much involved in, you know, the counterculture movement, the new age movement, uh, the kind of the steering of that. Um, and of course you'd have uh, finders adjacent uh, Roy Mason, who was uh, an alleged uh, pedophile, homosexual pedophile, uh, who was the um, kind of like the architect. Uh, he developed kind of like these uh, geodesic foam domes, uh, but he would uh, be a major member of the World Future Society as well as its foundation. And Barbara Marks Hubbard was the bankroller for the World Future Society, and the World Future Society kind of uh, they kind of talk about futurism, you know, transhumanism later a major part of that uh but they kind of steered a lot of modern day science fiction beliefs uh because there are many, many members within the world future society that uh had a lot to do with that including uh many people that people would recognize like gene roddenberry for example who was the creator of star trek uh as well as isaac asimov um you know he's a famous author leonard ne leonard nimoy again you know we're talking about star trek again neil degrasse tyson um oh, uh, wow. ray bradbury ray kurzweil uh, Stanley Kubrick, um, and you have even former, you know, interestingly enough, uh, Walter Mondale uh, was a speaker to the World Future Society. It's unknown if he was a member, but he spoke to him. Uh, the, the the boogeyman before George Soros, and I'm kind of joking at that because George Soros is definitely not our guy, but either is this guy. But the guy that they like to pin everything on, Maurice Strong, was a member right. of the World Oh man! And one other thing that friend, close friends of Maurice Strong is Lawrence Rockefeller, right? So yes. in her intro to her books, Lawrence Rockefeller is funding her. She called Lawrence Rockefeller the great patron. Um, her sister marries Ellsberg's. Ellsberg's best friend is John Mack, who got <laughs> financing from Lawrence Rockefeller to do his UFO stuff. So there's all kinds of weird connections. And there's a picture in the book, I can't remember the author offhand who I interviewed, but there's a picture of Mac with Rockefeller and uh, uh, what's the guy who wrote Communion? It's um, Webster Tarpley. Gosh, I can't remember his name. Uh, you know that book about the UFOs. Anyway, Lawrence Rockefeller, his tendrils or his puppeteer strings go a lot of places, and one of them was Barbara Marks Hubbard. I think the other thing, he was also financing the Lindisfarne Association. Have you heard of that? No, not offhand, no. Also, James Parks Morton, the, the avant-garde rector of the Episcopal Cathedral of St. John of the Divine, which is a really trippy place if you really yep. like that. David yep. Spangler, who said, Woodley Strieber, thank you, uh, IDK. Uh, so, yeah, so Lock, Rockefeller, Lawrence Rockefeller was a real funder there, but the um, David Spangler says you have to make a Luciferian initiation into the New World Order. So have you ever heard of yeah. Spangler's Luciferian initiation? Yeah, I had to go back and look at you talk about um the the cathedral of St. John of the Divine, right? Yes. I wonder if there was something There's weird pictures on there. I think it like there was a statuary yeah. that predicted the fall of nine of the twin towers or something. There's something else that I forgot about. I wanted to make mention anyway. of the, yeah, I, I I I digress, but uh, so one thing about other people in the World Future Society, Abraham Maslow, that's where we get Maslow's hierarchy of needs, he's a psychologist. Um, the former vice president of the United States was a member, Albert Gore Jr. Wow. Uh, Arthur C. Clarke, 2001, you know, Space Odyssey co-writer and British right, science. So Clark and Kubrick were involved in that? Clark, Kubrick, Roddenberry. Um, that's uh, very telling. Wow, that's uh, incredible. 
Ben Gertz, Gertzel, uh, who developed Sophia the Robot and got a, right. who still brags about his $100,000 grant from Jeffrey Epstein Foundation for his AI work. Right. He's a future society. Uh, and those guys, of, a lot of those dudes are on um, the Joe Rogan experience. Like they, they come on separately, but Krauss, Pinker, Gertzel, all Epstein associate. Oh, uh, adjacent is probably a better term. Um, Margaret Mead. Um, I, th I think I main mainly named all the biggest ones. I think, um, but yeah, it's 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 just you know I look at the World Future Society as an elitist, globalist, new age, transhumanist think tank, uh, and they you know manipulated a lot of the ways that the public looks at science fiction as being real, you right. know, or they control what I you know coin science trademark or science tm right trust the science and a lot of these people uh were, were very much you know pushing the way that we look at scientism today uh you know and and so that's what the world future society was you know you, you can look at like you have all these people you know that that are that are proud to be scientists right you know and uh um you, you mean look at neil degrasse tyson for example but yet the world future society isn't you know if you really peel the layers of paint, uh, it's not really a scientist future society. It's a new age transhumanist think tank. So, man, just there's just so many connections there. Yeah, just tons of crazy stuff. Um, but but you know, I think that she also was a channeler. I believe, I think mm -hmm. that the book of co creation she says was channeled to her by spirit guides. So, you have this other element of. She's not just morphing Christianity. She's back in the, I mean, I think you mentioned that at the intro, these, uh, you know, what is it? The Ascended Masters or whatever. She has yeah. some kind of connection to that too. And she's getting, she's doing auto writing, right? You know, they're, they're, she's channeling these demons and they're, she's writing down, you know, whatever they say, thinking that she's getting, you know, gnosis, you know, hidden, you know, hidden knowledge. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a lot of it's, I mean, she was wrong about, you know, the Mayan calendar prophecy of 2012. It, pulled to be a bust you know so i mean these uh, it's just the arrogancy of them i mean the finders were setting up uh you know meeting syncon meetings that borrow marks hubbard you know were were running uh kind of like these synergistic convergences that, that that she would call them um so i mean it's there's a there's a video out there that i saw of her where she is demonstrating her automatic writing I wish I would have seen. I wish I would have remembered where it was. But when I was researching her, she's doing it. They're vid videoing her, so she is. She's got all of the kind of uh, check marks for a lot of these kind of new ager types. She's like a Marianne Williamson, right? Course in Miracles type stuff. But she's way higher up in the inner circle, though. Very much so. um, than Williamson. Oh, oh. Yeah. Um, but I will say too that Barbara Marks Hubbard. Um, one interest, I guess, one interesting thing about her is, is she, um, she was also talking about Rockefeller, as you mentioned earlier. She was a member of the Club of Rome. Really? Yes. Wow, that's crazy. This is where I think she does the automatic writing. I think this is it. This is on a documentary about her. So she's a Club of Rome member. So she's totally networked. It's incredible. Like, there's even more connections. Let's see if I can find the sequence where she's automatic writing so there is like this whole movie about her a trailer she's yep yapping where is this like i said in my finders book where i have a you know about 10 pages on her and her involvement in the finders 
I could write a whole book on her. Yeah, you could. You could really could. I wish I could find this thing where she does the auto writing. It's off the charts. So she has all the kind of DNA stuff, godlike stuff. Wow. The more you learn about it, she's there. She is. Watch. She looks away. That's not the yeah. sequence. There's a sequence in this thing where she looks away and she's still still writing. So. I, I mean, does she, does she remind you of just a you know a continuation of Crowley, a continuation of Alice Bailey, a continuation of Blavatsky, a continuation of Pike? We're talking about modern day. I mean, we can go back, you know, ancient Gnosticism and talk about Marcion. You know, I mean, it's it's just see, a continuation. Yeah. See that? Yeah, she creepily looks away. This is from American Visionary, the movie. I'm sure it's a pro Barbara Marks Hubbard type thing, but but she also um. Like I mentioned, they, she's been on Coast to Coast AM like I don't know how many times. Really? Wow. So, well, it tells you a lot about Coast to Coast AM, right? Yeah, and they're putting and so she does this one movie, uh, this documentary, uh, Thrive. What on earth will it take? Um, which was you know the Foster Gamble, the Gamble, you know he's finding if uh, a um, trust fund, you know Foster uh, Gamble's a trust fund kid from Procter and Gamble. Yes. Yes. Uh, he claims he left them because he didn't like what they were doing. This was what he claims. Um, but people that were interviewed in that movie is David Icke, wow. Alex Jones, wow. John Perkins, Confession to Economic Hitman, Catherine Austin Fitz, CMP, I mean, uh, JBS member J. Edward Griffin, um, uh, uh, Deepak Chopra, who said Barbara is the voice of consciousness evolution of our time. Uh, Van Jones, Amy Goodman from Democracy Now, Stefan Molyneux, and Edgar no, Mitchell. No, Molyneux too? Oh, no. Edgar Mitchell, oh, oh, oh. of the Inter Sciences. Now, this is what an Sciences is another show, okay? Right. Well, I've but, interviewed that guy. I think, did I tell you or somebody else I interviewed the guy who wrote uh, Mind uh, Magic? Or yes, yes. So, you would you would think David Icke, you know, David Icke's a new ager. Alex Jones is a new ager. Okay. Even though he professes Jesus Christ, he is anything but a, a Christian. You would think that, you know, look, if they came to you, if Foster Gamble came to you, William, and he was like, I want you to be in this documentary I'm doing, talking about the New World Order and the elite and how they're trying to hold down humanity. Right. And all of a sudden, you know, he, you know, he's like, well, we're going to have some people in there, you know, Amy Goodman, Van Jones, Deepak Chopra, you know, Barbara Marks Hubbard, you know, so Alex Jones is going on these rants about the elite, right? Oh, right, right. You know, all this he stuff. He never right? really states their name, though. Isn't that strange? Like, he never points out certain things. Or but He's in a documentary with Barbara Marks Hubbard. And you can go watch Barbara Marks Hubbard's part in the Thrive movie. And it's his new ways, like any everything that Alex Jones claims he's against, right? Now, to their credit, you know, Amy Goodman, you know, I think there's a there's a few of uh, of of um those people that were the documentary. They came out and they were like, we didn't know who Foster Gamble was or what this documentary really was, or that's what they say, okay. And they were like, if we would have known, we would have never been a part of it. All right. But Alex Jones to this day, G. Edward Griffin to this day, Catherine Austin Fitz to this day, 
never came out and said, I don't want to be associated with new age, you know, Foster Gamble who's done other thrive movies who are just as bad. Okay. And I denounced Barbara Mars Hubbard. None of them did. It really makes you think. And we did. Uh, I know. We. I mean, Jolly's asking, when are we going to do the list of links and connections? We're doing it right now. I mean, I think we're doing it. We can do one on Alex Jones. Maybe not Alex Jones back. Oh boy. So um, I mean, I mean, I, I. Again, why would again? During her interview, it's it's you know co-creators with God, New Universal Age of Humankind. Um, she also talked about how mimetic warfare uh, is a major part of conscious evolution. Ideas that hold uh, um, that one hold in their mind that shift culture. So, what do we see with mimetic warfare and how it brought you know Cambridge Analytica and the rise of Trump and. And, uh, you know, everything that's happened on as far as, um, you know, what, what we see with chaos magic and chaos magicians and psychographical and psychological warfare with the QAnon operation. Um, I mean, it's it's the new age movement. It's all there. I mean, it's, it's I mean, she lays it all out, everything that we see and, and people just um, just they gloss over it. Gloss over it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's really incredible. I mean, we can go into certain things like Molyneux or Goodman and Damien Eccles. Just a terrible job. Just a log-rolling, unanalytical job with Eccles. I mean, you can watch that online. Goodman is this gatekeeper, man, of like the first order. Dude. I mean, mm -hmm. She's on the left. And then on the right, I mean, we can talk. <laughs> it's just, it's like the Institute of Sciences that was funded by... Uh, oh, fuck. I think I discussed in the CMP episode that we did together. Uh, you know, the, the CMP is directly funding, you know, this literal new age uh, organization that's studying like psychic genes and global consciousness and and like all these esoteric things, right? And Dan Brown's writing, you know, you know, pushing forth and you know, noetic sciences and right. symbol, you know. That's how and, I learned about the noetic sciences. I'm embarrassed to say, but from Dan Brown because he wrote about yeah. second. Yeah. Person. Me too. I didn't know about it beforehand. I mean, this was back when I was a Gnostic, you know, and I, it's, it's, just, it's just interesting looking at all this stuff. It's just, it, it, just it, is interesting. it just keeps getting pushed and, and, and everything. And, and Well, like this documentary right here that Barbara Marks Hubbard, this is a very recent documentary. Um, mm -hmm. It's within, so people are still remembering. I think she just recently passed away. I think she. Yes, she did. Within, yeah. So within the last couple of years, um, and look, you Deepak, can, you know, Deepak Chopra. There you go. Buckminster Fuller, Blanchard. I don't know who that is. But some of these names I don't know. Um, yeah, so really something else. I mean, here's some other quotes from her. Once again, a new worldview is arising. This idea is the culmination of all human history. It holds the promise of fulfilling the great aspirations of the past and heralds the advent of the next phase of our evolution. So evolution right there. It is the idea of conscious evolution. So she really is like, I mean, you can kind of see this evolutionary concept, which is not Christian at all. I mean, no, no but she puts it a new age spin on it. Right. And you get that from the Institute of Noetic Sciences when they're trying to push the simulation theory that you can, uh, uh, you know, change how molecules by behave by putting your intention. Okay. So there, it's, it's, it's just that, I mean, she, she, she's magic. Saying, 
magic. Yeah, we're, magic. Yeah. And we're co-creators with God, the little G philosophy. You know, you're God yourself, you know, and so she, she's just constantly pushing, you know. It, and it's interesting that, again, modern scientism wants you to think that it's separate from New Age beliefs, but again, how can it be when there's all of these modern day scientism type people yoking themselves with the New Age movement and yoking themselves with Barbara Marks Hubbard? You, they're, they're one and the same. Like, Neil deGrasse Tyson didn't check the people that were in the World Future Society before he joined. Carl Sagan didn't either. Like, am I missing something here? Like, do you see the philosophical underpinnings of these guys? You don't trip and enter that world. That that whole no. Yeah, come on. No. So I mean, uh, I I didn't come across any. Um, not to say that they couldn't be there, but you know, any, any Christians. Uh, right. well, they, would, they, they couldn't be there. The real question Christians could not no. be in that group. No, not at all. Uh, and, and so I, it's, it's just. I mean, here's, here's another one I got from her. This is no worldly peace can prevail until the self-centered members of the planetary body either change or die. This is the choice. This act is as horrible as killing a cancer cell. It must be done for the sake of future of the whole. So be it. Be prepared for the selection process, which is now beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so be it. It's like, so mode it be. It's like, amen. Right. So she's like, do the work earlier. Right. And the speech. So I, I mean, so here we have, um, in 1965, Barbara Marks Hubbard came across Jonas Salk's writings about the future of humanity. She would send a letter to the inventor of the polio vaccine and it changed her life. Salk who allegedly told her she had stated his vision better than he ever could arranged to meet her and encounter and powder to go to Washington to spread her message on the con on the evolution of human consciousness. According to Barbara Marks Hubbard, Jonas Salk was trying to create the quote-unquote theater of man. The theater of man was Jonas's idea of how to supposedly apply biological wisdom, natural science, to conscious evolution, the combination of science and mystery Babylon, which is what I'm talking earlier. That's what they want. It's this combination of the two, right? right? Barbara wrote a letter about the theater of man and sent it to the head of Scientific American, Gary Pyle, who then sent Barbara's letter to Jonas Salk. Jonas, after receiving Barbara's letter, called her and said, we are two peas in the same genetic pod. Can I take you to lunch? About a week later, after their first phone call in September 1964, Jonas arrived at Barbara's home in Lakeville, Connecticut with Warren Weaver, who was director of the Division of Natural Sciences at the Rockefeller Foundation. Jonas told, uh, looked at Barbara and said, this is like the Garden of Eden. And Barbara replied, yes, and I am Eve, and I'm leaving. Supposedly, Barbara left her husband and children her old life and for Jonas and her visions of the future. In some of her writings, she does have this comparison to Eve, or she writes about Eve in her kind of like pseudo-Christian kind of view. It's really something else. Wow. Yeah. Like there's some more you research it, the more disturbing it gets. I mean, it's just like wow. So, so here's when she got the revelation. This is the last thing, William. Okay. okay. A pivotal moment in Miss Hubbard's life came in 1966 when she had a particularly strong spiritual vision. In a flash, I was catapulted into the future, and I could see a few frames ahead in the movie of creation. She saw human knowledge and social systems meshing into a positive, empathetic force. What Christ and all great beings came to earth to reveal is we're one, we're whole, we're good, we're universal. She said an insight that came with the message, go tell the story, Barbara, tell it to the world. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I don't know. I've never 
I wish more people knew of Barbara Marks Hubbard. I wish more people researched her um, because we would understand exactly what's going on right now with the rise of, uh, you know, new age theosophical beliefs, uh, which has always been heavy in the uh, conspiracy research movement, even though there's always been, you know, many Christians in it too. But, you know, I mean, you could say Alice Bailey was one of the original modern day conspiracy theorists. Um, so it's just interesting that, you know, many people don't know of her, you know, she's been around, they probably have heard her on coast to coast AM. And I mean, but what are, I mean, it's just like these people, she's left a legacy. These new, new agers believe in her. You can tell on these websites and these documentaries. I mean, what are these other characters like the blue chicken guy and some of these guys, UFOs and the, yeah. Like, I mean, they probably have to know Mark Hubbard and all these people. Oh, they'd have to. And, and Ike, David Ike is, I mean, he was in communication with Rikorsky, right? Have you yes, heard that story? Yeah. So he was recorded. He's a new ager, um, you know, in contactee of the Ascended Masters. So, But they rail about these, they rail about the elite, right? And Barbara Marks Hubbard is the elite of the elite as anybody can possibly get, right? But yeah. they, she speaks the same stuff that people like David Ike talk of like am i missing something here they might think, use different language right but it's the same stuff yeah no doubt i think ike has done a better job of kind of moving away from that and concealing some of that stuff that he has stated in the past he's brought it back recently oh really like, i don't know i haven't followed him yeah he's 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 still uh mocking christianity and and um he did an interview of uh, luke radowski where he mocked christianity um, and then he, he he's brought back the consciousness aspect of it. It's still all there. Yeah. So yeah, whenever they say curse consciousness, you gotta really run. <laughs> that yeah. is a, there are certain code phrases where you can see these new agers gnosticist gnosticize the gospels and stuff like that with these weird terms, and then they always see themselves as representatives of Christ consciousness. You know, yeah. it's just I mean that's where it is. Like oh yeah, we're pretty. Oh, gosh. We, the elders, have been patiently waiting until the very last moment before the quantum transformation to take action to cut out this corrupted and corrupting element in the body of humanity. It is like watching a cancer grow. Something must be done before the whole body is destroyed. I mean, it's just like some kind of uh, New World Order type. Like, we got a chance. We got a chance at this New World Order. We got to just I mean, take look at her steps. eyes and the way she's smiling in that picture. I mean, does anybody think that's a flattering picture of her? I don't. I, I I mean, look at. I mean, her eyes are bugging. Her smile is, you know, duper's delight. I mean, she is not. She's not a good person, um, in the slightest bit. Um, and she's definitely in on it. And she definitely tells the truth to people's faces majority of the time of what the elite truly believe. Uh, and you know, people. I mean, when I was. A, a Gnostic, you know, I thought that I was right and these people were wrong and they were just doing it worse or they were corrupted, right? But, you know, once I became born again, I realized I was completely in error and there's only, you know, the objective truth of God and there's a subjective truth that all these people like to delude themselves with. And there's really no difference. I mean, between the beliefs of David Icke and Barbara Marks Hubbard, it's just David Icke hides his better and uses different language, whether he realizes it or not. They both communicate with the same demons, the ascended masters. All right, it goes back to Blavatsky. All these characters, they're still in that kind of, uh, in that strain that, that uh, intellectual heritage, genealogy, these are people on the branch of that original tree. So even going back to just Gnosticism, post, you know, first century 
second century Christianity, a lot of Gnosticism and heresies. What was that book against heresies? Like this is, mm -hmm. this is not Irenation. Yeah, Irenation, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's still happening. And these there people, you know, they want to, they want to, to <laughs> they just look at us lesser and they want to kill us. I mean, hands down. I mean, that's the, the, the Robert, Robert, Robert himself. John, this is like the this is like the global death call. This is my uh, the order of nine angles. We are going to the stars. We're homo. What is this? Homo universalis. Homo universalis. Yeah, we're homo universalis. You're keeping us back. We got to get rid of you. You're, you're just you're not part of the conscious evolution. You're unconscious. So I think that in an order of nine angles. Um, jargon it's homo hubriati so you're arrogant and you can't do it and the, the other is homo galacticus is what he calls the, the i mean it's obvious i don't think that ona is really as influential even close to anything as part of mark Husband, but this ideology and outlook is carbon copy in a lot of in some of these ways it's very stark it's pretty surprising i didn't really you know when i wrote my book about the order of nine angles i didn't really look at the kind of intellectual heritage that got compressed into it i was really just trying to deal detail it but now after it's done i can really see where a lot of these ideas are traced to and through and stuff like that i mean luciferianism of different sorts and i think this is definitely can be characterized oh, as luciferianism would you oh agree yeah to that? it's satanic 100 percent. i mean you definitely have barbara marks hubbard you know as they, they talked about in the book of acts the spirit of divination i mean she's definitely channeling you know channeling the spirit of div divination upon probably many other spirits and demons for sure uh so i mean it's it's just it's is what i i don't i just don't see how anybody like someone can have new age beliefs and Barbara Mars Hubbard sounds like your typical New Ager. Granted, you know, much more knowledgeable and much more on the inside of the mystery schools, right? But, like, how can someone with New Age beliefs, you know, I guess I could say how how many, I guess a lot of self-delusion of how I thought that I knew better than these people. <laughs> you know, I, it's just, it's just, and, a lot, and again, it's, it's, it's infiltrated even Christian churches with the New Apostolic Reformation, William. I mean, it, it's, it's, right. it's everywhere now. It's sad. It's really, uh, it, I mean, yeah. For people who don't know, NAR can, can claims to be the fifth or fourth greatest Christian movement. Catholicism, Orthodoxy, Protestantism, and I think it's NAR, right? Yes, or Evangelism yes. and NAR. I can't remember how they say it, but like they have this whole thing. And then it's like, whoa, self-deification, like kind of a new age. New apostles. Yeah, new apostles and all this stuff. Like, whoa. Anything else you'd like to add, John? Uh, I, think, I think we covered it all. <laughs> There's a lot. I think we could probably go through her books and really take them apart, but I think we covered a lot of the important new conscious evolution, the evolutionary, the Gnosticism, the absorb, you know, the twisting of Christian doctrine and stuff like that. It's really heretical. And uh, yeah, she's, I think she's dangerous with some dangerous ideas. I mean, we're, the happy birthday, planet Earth. You know, the dove represents the Holy Spirit, right? It represents peace and it covers the earth. You know, so I mean, it's, I mean, right here, another quote from Buckminster Fuller. There's no doubt in my mind that Barbara Marx Hubbard, who helped introduce the concept of futurism to society, is the best informed human now alive regarding futurism and its foresights it has produced. Wow. Where can people uh, reach out to your, it's, we've read the documents on YouTube is where all of your stuff is, right? Yes. And we've underscore read on Twitter. I have an odyssey too. We read the documents. 
Um, you can email me. We read the documents at protonmail.com. Cool. So I'll put those in the show notes. I'll put the links to your Odyssey, YouTube, and your Proton Mail. People want to reach out, but it's great to talk with you again, John. And the time travels really fast, and uh, it's just uh, it's just an important topic. So I'm really delighted that uh, you had time. So thanks so much for your time, John Brisson. You uh, we've we've read the documents. Go check it out. Great research. He's, he's around a lot. Of, you're doing a lot of different interviews uh, recently that are really good. So I got to go check those out too. But thanks again. Stay there. Bye.